Hey friends, I want to share with you today uh, another theologian for you today. Uh, I want to share with you a Puritan, and so Puritans are uh, Christians that lived generally 1600, 1700, some discussion on the time frame exactly, but um, they were people who um, would not conform to just the traditions of Christianity, especially being linked up with the the state, but um, they would they would push against that and want a a pure Christianity and want uh, us to be pure and really love God um, and glorify Him in all aspects of our life. No kind of sectioned off Christianity. Um, they were a, a passionate people for the Word of God, for prayer, daily devotions, family devotions, um, and there's a lot of great things we can glean from them. Uh, they, uh, I would also say, or some have said that they would love God with all their mind and that and, and as your mind is renewed by the word of God it, it permeates into your heart and your affections change for God and then as those affections change you then um, practically with kind of hands head heart and hands serve God and, and and your life changes the actual actions of your life not just hearers of the word but doers of the word as James would say so uh, Puritans great uh, great um, theologians pastors people to read there um, so Matthew Henry uh, who we're going to talk about today would be one of those Puritans his parents were, Pur were Puritans and he was a Puritan and so he's a Presbyterian pastor start off as being a lawyer and then became a Presbyterian pastor and um, lived uh, 1662 to 1714 so about 52 years old there pastored a couple of churches and his probably his greatest contribution to Christianity and you may have heard of the Matthew Henry commentary and so it's a full Bible commentary you can find them used pretty cheap around sometimes if you find them and they're older the, the English might be a little harder uh, older English for some some of us but um, but they also have kind of newer translations so kind of idea of kind of like King James versus um, you know a newer tr translation like the ESV or uh, something like that. And so uh, this would be an example of his commentary, um, full Bible commentary, thick because it is the full Bible. Uh, but what many people really like about Matthew Henry's work is <clears throat> that he would kind of focus in on dividing up his commentary in such a way that it, it ends up being extremely practical. A lot of application there on how this these things apply to our lives. So uh, I'd encourage you to uh, look up Matthew Henry, maybe buy his commentary if you can, and uh, use it as you as you read through the Bible. Uh, it's one that I'll I'll uh, cite sometimes, but when I'm working through texts, look at what Matthew Henry has to say. Uh, a couple quotes I have for you here, uh, three actually that I want to share with you. Um, number one, extraordinary afflictions. So great affliction in our life. Uh, there are not always the punishment of extraordinary sins, but sometimes the trial of extraordinary graces. And so the idea there is when we have great afflictions in our lives, uh, it could be a consequence of sin or dis discipline from the Lord, but that's not always what's going on there. It may be that it's just um, extraordinary graces, a trial of extraordinary graces in our lives that God is using to conform us more and more to the image of his son. So when you face great affliction, certainly ask the Lord to search you and see if there's unrepentant sin that he's disciplining you in, but realizing that it's really these extraordinary graces that God's doing in your life um, to strengthen your faith and um, uh, grow you to be more like Jesus. So that would be the first one. Second one, whatever we have in this world in our hands, um, our care must be to keep it out of our hearts, lest it come between us and Christ. And so whatever you have, family, which is a blessing, or a job, which is a blessing, or material goods, children, whatever it is, uh, 
that you have that's a blessing from God, don't let that move from your hands, that we hold it, but we hold it open-handed because it ultimately is from God. Don't let that move to uh, into your heart in the sense of that you would love it more than Christ because then those good things can become um, can become idols and then be bad things. So, And the last quote I have for you would be um, talking about the church overall and how to preserve its purity. The way to preserve uh, the peace of the church is to preserve its purity. So how do we preserve the peace of the church, like to have genuine peace inside of the church? Um, we have to preserve its purity. Well, how do we do that? Well, we, we don't allow a sin to come into the church and or the ideas of the world to try to make the church look like the world or function like the world. Uh, we preserve its purity, its holiness, by following scripture and having things like biblical church membership and discipline and godly leaders. And we preserve its its purity. And so then thus, we have genuine peace inside the church. So a couple of different things there for you from the Puritan Matthew Henry. Uh, I'd encourage you to check them out. And uh, hopefully this is helpful for you. Have a blessed day.